Houston, we have a problem. Good morning, Murray Walker. Welcome to the show. Thank you. It's great to be here. I came to the first one and I've been to all the other six. We're sorry, the number you have dialed is not in service at this time. Like the heart rate of skyrocketing. Gentlemen, start your engine! Good afternoon, radio. For those who don't know, Radio Hotler, thanks for coming and making time. It's on everybody's mind. For those who don't know, there's a big shebang. Sorry about that. Sorry about the little, uh, um, technical goodies. Radio Hotler. Hot, 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 and welcome to Radio Hot Lap, episode 247. That's 250 minus 3, Che, P, that will probably be happening, I suppose, around the 24 hours of Le Mans. It will. Around the circuit Le Sartre, later in the month of June. But that's June and we're in May. We are. Month of May. End of May. The 30th. Let us say that this episode may well be punctuated by sudden dashes to the kitchen for tonight. We are cooking old-fashioned corned beef, as per your request, with <laughs> light request. or pale green spring or autumn, it should have been, autumn cabbage, autumn cabbage and new baby potatoes. Yum. They didn't tell me about the potatoes. Well, I just I, presumed we'd be having mash. We're not. We're having new baby potatoes. Which are also spring in autumn. They've been imported. <laughs> so there could be a bit of a dash because it's, you know, when one cooks that dish, you have to keep it just simmering. Absolutely. Just. Absolutely. And I went down the road to a butcher and I asked him for a specific cut and I didn't leave the N out <laughs> do you know what type of cut is the best cut wouldn't be the H bone would it you've been talking to my mother I have as a small child my yep. mother would always say you've got to get it off the H bone right. well sure it's enough got the most flavour apparently so with a little bit of a a ream of fat, is it? A yep. little, sort of, Just a little bit of... A bit of render there. Yep. And I said, you wouldn't happen to have a piece off the H-bone, would you? And they went, this bloke knows what he's talking about. He said, you mean the H-bone? And you said, no, the H-bone doesn't said, start with look, H. Look, I'm not... Ta- if your name is Bill Collins and you want to talk <laughs> about films, <laughs> then I'm really not interested. But true, and the young pimply-faced youth... Down the road. Isn't that he derogatory? Went... I'm not Eddie Maguire. You mean the apprentice? Butcher. Down the road. He was pimply faced. Right, okay. Is that derogatory? No, probably not. It's probably a, an adequate description. I was just pointing out that he was young. And he had pi- acne. No, I didn't say that. His face is going to have acne, isn't he? Well, it's not that bad. Right. Yeah, it might have been, you know. It's not. You know, you know what happens with a blackhead? <laughs> Turns into a pimple. 
squirts in someone's face. <laughs> you know, that's what you get from Draper. Or on the bathroom mirror. <laughs> you can see that. You can You're see the oil. Stop it. You're putting me off the corn beef. The old CB, silver side. And um, there was this beautiful piece that he brought out and said, look, this is the h bone. Three kilos is probably too much for you, and I, you and I and a dog. <laughs> Good evening, Rusty Sausage. Oh, uh, yeah. Over there. Lounging on, out. On the couches. Heard her back and more on that later. More on. <laughs> that later. Um, and he went, I'll go out the back and see if I can find a smaller piece, which he came back to say, I'm sorry, I haven't. I said, well, I'll just put about those other bits there. They're not off the H-bone, sir. So you won't want them. But I'm happy to cut the H-bone in half. I went, off you go, mate. There you and go. there it is, simmering beautifully, Good. very gently to the boil, Yes. in a pot yep. with the right ingredients, half a dozen peppercorns, two yep. bay leaves, a little bit of malt vinegar, some brown sugar, some cloves, Good. quartered white onion. Yes. White onion. Because the white onion is more astringent than the brown onion. And a few chunks of good old carrot. Can't beat the carrots. Cold water brought boiled boil. beef and carrots. Mate, I'm gonna go and have a quick squeeze on it because I have to. And just, can you just introduce yourself? Well, in case the viewers don't know who I am, <laughs> it's JP here, viewers. Just in case you don't know who I am, and um, Hardy's just—he's full on now. Now he's got it off the H bone. It's. It's a big deal, let me tell you. It's, it's perfect. It's a big deal. It's, it's simmering like, beautifully. Just like Bubble Bill with a bubblegum nose. Right. Fantastic. That's what oh, we want to hear. I've got to get my... What, what, am I what have you forgotten? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Gee, you can't be doing a show without a drink in your hand. You'll be talking nonsense. Is that right? Da -da -da. And what are you drinking anyway? Well, I'm going to tell you in a sec. Right. Why don't you start? What, with what I'm drinking? What are you drinking, Ed? Well, I'm drinking a, uh, a mid-strength beer again, so it's pretty boring, really, because I've got to drive home. But uh, I noticed you had a, uh, a nice Kunawara. Well, well I did. I, and in fact, while I've been um, in the, in the kitchen, I've had a... And I, I, you know me. I'm, I love a bit of a cooking. You're, you're, you love to chef up a bit yep, as well. Yep, yep. And I uh, was down seeing old Grumpy Grant at, at Villaroy, mm -hmm. and, uh, and, uh, which is one of our favourite places to go for lunch on the Wednesday before Clipsal. Well, it's one of our favourite places to go for coffee on the morning of Clipsal because we can sneak the car into his car park as well. well he, which and he doesn't to the track very easily. He, he, <laughs> he's a wanker with the green car. That's right. And um, I... Uh, we started getting a chat about some stuff and I went upstairs and found some beautiful cookbooks up there to which I purloined. I said, can I borrow this? And it was Peter Gilmore, the three or multi-hatted chef of right. Key Restaurant, uh, which is the old Tony Bilson's place right there on the International Terminal across from the Opera House. Yep, yep, yep. What's that thing? I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I went, and I had a look at all the, the dishes. I went, oh, they're all a bit fussy. But I, damn it, I want to make some good jus. Like, you know, J-U-S. Yes. Like, uh, really good, you know, stuff that you, you go and you, it's quite thick, but it's yeah, not gravy. It's, yeah. And I thought, well, I want to do this. 
how am I going to make some of this stuff? But, you know, it, it looks like it, there's a significant process. Oh, absolutely. And so I've, I've actually gone and got a whole lot of veal bones and some pig's trotters and it's an eight-hour boiler up that's going on there now. And I had to get this bottle of wine. It said it, in, if, you're built, if you're doing 10 kilos yes. of bones, which I'm doing a third of, right. it said put a whole bottle of wine in. I thought, all right, this is of a good quality wine. I thought, yep. well, what that means is 250 in the pot and 500 for me. That's right. Well, that's the kind of way to fly, isn't it? So 20 bucks bought me a Ridoc Coonawarra 2010 Shiraz, which Very nice. have, a little, have a little moment of that, mate. Mm-hmm. We'll see what you think of that, because it's the last of it, because it obviously... Two fifty went, and the rest went with me. But I think you'd uh, you'd quite like that. Mm, very smooth, very nice. And, uh, Do like the Coonawarra. Love the Coonawarra. Nice bit of labelling. It will fill that. It's a bit of yeah. Oh yeah. Um, so blind, doing, blind embossing. Doing a bit food food first. Of Riddock. No less. Oh, so it was a bit of a bit Mr. Coonawarra. Bit, bit luxury. John Riddock. Yeah, if we uh, if, if that I might run down and get another one halfway through if we have to stop. Yep. So one for dinner if that one that you've brought looks like. If it's no good. I think it should be fine. It's a uh, Yolumba The Strapper. Barossa Grenache Shiraz Mataro. So there you go. The Strapper on. The Strapper. (laughs) I think it it refers to uh, horse uh, Horse husbandry. Horse husbandry. husbandry. (laughs) The the Strapper in the stables. So there you go. GSM. Should be quite pleasant, I think. just a just a quick note, viewers, that we've uh, decided that we pull out the old mixing desk and the road microphone and all the right gear because we've been a bit, a bit annoyed about that little that I, bzzz still, noise. We're still recording into the uh, regular um, uh, iPod. Yep. But if we don't hear that, brrr, we're going to find out that it could be the little device, and I have a feeling it might be. Right. Well. But nonetheless, the clarity. The clarity, JP. The clarity the from separation. the good microphone makes so you're all the difference. <laughs> Look, we've, we've bought all this stuff. We might as well use it. Well, we might as well. It's only just because we're too a... lazy, usually. No, viewers. it's been a dicky connector. Ah, oh, that's true. I'd forgotten about the dicky connector. And that was why it got shelved in the first place. Annoying. But it is. nonetheless, you know, uh, we, we are trying to... You know, it, it, it adds. It adds something. To it, it does. More. Actually, it's called <laughs> the Apper. The Apper. It's not the Apper. It is. <laughs> it's been it's scratched off. Apper. This is scratched off. Right. It's the iOS Apper. <laughs> it's the WWDC wine. It is. GSM. What does GSM stand for? Uh, Good gr- Software Management. Grenache. <laughs> Shiraz oh. Matara. Oh, it's, I thought it was Mabudra. <laughs> no, not Mabudra. Matara. <laughs> You're a red toe. Have I? <laughs> I've only had one bloody sip of that. Red of yours, that Riddick stuff, I tell you. Must be all that red cordial they've got in from down there. Well, JP, you've been a member, a gold member for years. I and have. It's, uh, it's fairly significant that it's that we the should 100th actually. anniversary of SA Motor Magazine. Now, this is um, a, a local publication. The RAA in South Australia was, I think it was 1909 or thereabouts it was started. And in 1913, 
the 300 members of the RAA decided that they needed a bit of a booklet to um, promote motoring and the things that were going on around the state. And they bought out the SA Motor uh, magazine in were, June. Were vehicles at the time seen as an, uh, an, an, an unnecessary nuisance to horse-drawn carriages? They were. And they probably were an unnecessary nuisance to horse-drawn carriages, realistically. Because that'll never but work. Nevertheless. You know. No, well, especially. One will, no one will need more than 640k of RAM. And not only that, all of the cars that came out back then all came out in packing crates and had to be built by people who didn't really know what they were doing and had no frame of reference. And apparently the instructions on how to put them together weren't all that Made flash either. That's well, about the same thing. Left-handed screwdriver. That's right. <laughs> so SA Motor Magazine actually came out for the first edition in 1913. Now... It was sold for three pence. That's in the old pre-decimal pence. But that would have bought, bought a house or two then. But it was 36 pages, so they must have spent some time getting all the crap together to actually publish well, the damn thing. You're not going to go into like... No, I'm not going to do anything of that. Of I'm just going to say... No. metal type and presses. It would have been wooden type, half of it back then. Bloody hell. And making the blocks well. Oh, you, anyway. You love all that. I do. Anyway... <laughs> <laughs> The first edition, now this is, I thought this was brilliant, the first edition of SA Motor Magazine did not only have an article calling for rear tail lights to be made compulsory and advice on washing cars, but it contained a complete list of every vehicle registered in South Australia at that time. 3,313. Yeah, so no that less. That's your privacy policy. That's right. So it was pretty, pretty earth-shattering, really, because it was... If you think of the sort of the, the relative size of South Australia to New South Wales, Victoria, the, the, the more populous areas, um, we were lucky enough to have a motoring magazine before any of those guys did, and it, it is actually the oldest surviving motoring publication in Australia. Just recently, listening to 891 AM radio with Ian, not related to the wine brand Hinch. Mm -hmm. There was a story about the owner, the original owner of the number three number plate. Oh, yes. Which, back in the days when number plates were issued, were not issued to a vehicle, they were issued to a family. Right. And all vehicles in the family had the same number. Is that right? However, once they decided that they had to, uh, were not going to continue with the registration of a vehicle, because they became aged... Or was not passed on in the family, it was to be returned to the government. Right. It's just sold for $1 million. Mm. Yet, that doesn't seem quite right. Why? Well, it doesn't seem quite right that, you know, that they had to hand it back. True. I mean, who would have known? Well, who would have? Well, there's big money in number plates, there's no doubt about that, especially the old and, historic ones. And I'm very happy that the customers that come flooding through the gates here from the low-tech sandwich board all appear to have four-digit or less number plates on their unnecessarily large BMW X5s <laughs> when they're not going to pick up the children. That's right. <laughs> well, but you're very happy about that. But I'll have to say that yesterday I had a new customer, or the day before a new customer, who lives up with a beautiful view of the city. Yes. Very nice and recommended through her mother. Now, when I got there, JP, when I got there, there in their garage 
was a silver 356 Porsche. Well, you don't see many of those. You don't. And it had, a, and I cannot remember the number plate, but it was a specifically suitable number plate for right. that. And upon leaving, probably P three five six. Upon leaving, I said, "That's um, uh, rather interesting. I've seen that around before." Was it a silver one? A silver one. Yeah, I think I've seen it before as well. And uh, I said, "Well, we only just bought it a week ago." I said, "What's well, lovely?" Well. The same said individual also said to me that when I suggested further RAM should go into their children's iMac because it was inadequate, the response was, well, it wouldn't need that. To which I said, and nor do you need the 356. (laughs) (laughs) And the wife agreed. Is that right? Well, the wife would, of course. Because the wife's always on the children's side. But 8 megabyte, eight gigabyte of RAM mm. to improve the experience on an iMac for kids Out is way more valid than the requirement for a silver 356. Yes. To wit, to woo. <laughs> no less. Must check. <laughs> Must ch- are you going again? I got a check. Well, I'm just going to keep telling the viewers little snippets out of uh, out of this uh, SA Motor magazine, such as in 1929, before the introduction of indicators and brake lights, drivers used hand signals. We know that, but in the February edition in 1929, they actually had drawings to show the motorists what hand signals to give and how to do it. Unbelievable. Radio Hotlap, that light-hearted and zany podcast that fails to take a look at anything to do with motor racing. Cool emerging <laughs> technology. We're just looking at old cars. We've just, we've just become aged. And... The old men of motorsports. It's, it's, it's a reminiscenty, reminiscenty type of a moment. Here on a... Late May evening. Indeed, May, and it's, is it's very May, is it May 31? Very, May no, 30, May 30 today. May, May 31 30 tomorrow. And sitting outside, I mean, it's it's a it's very pleasant actually. It's, it's an not cold. Indian summer. It is. Well, well today, today it's been an Indian whatever. Um, I had one on the phone earlier. Did you? Yes. An Indian whatever. Yes. <laughs> you know what I said? Tech support? No, 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 no. Goodbye. Right. <laughs> Fair enough. As you would. Now, talking about... If we're doing old historical stuff, well, that just segues beautifully with Monaco. One of the oldest Grand Prix on the calendar. Monaco. Monaco. Monaco or however you wish to pronounce it. And uh, what a... Interesting race it was. It was an interesting race, JP. And look, you know, the more that the more that this goes on tonight, I'm feeling like your your Margaret Pomerantz. And Margaret I'm, Pomerantz. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm David Stratton at the track. <laughs> look, I'm going to give him a two and a half stars. Oh, no, sorry, I won't agree with you. Who are you giving two and a half stars to? Oh. I hope you're not giving two and a half stars to Nico. No, he's already got a star on the front. Makes three and a half. <laughs> right. 
Three pointed star, no less. But I, uh, I thought, I thought that it was a, an, it was excellent that they allowed us to have an intermission. <laughs> it was very nice, actually. You're quite correct there. The only problem is it made it a bit late getting to bed. But there you go. And that was all right. <laughs> I went to bed and Lane goes, "What time is it?" And I said, "Oh, it's about twelve 15. And she said, "Twelve 15? Wasn't it supposed to finish at 11? What no, have you been no, doing? No passion. For, I went, no yeah. passion for delays, which are actually very exciting. <laughs> it was good. So, yeah. no, I, it was the most enjoyable race to watch. There's, I think, there's, there's definitely something about Monaco. A as processional as it is, as, as, as lack of overtaking and all the rest of the stuff, it's still got something about it that just, you, they can't ever stop going there. Well, Even though, supposedly, it, it's a pain in the ass. I think, I think, JP, is because because they always wail about the fact that they can't overtake, but they, they sort of can, but they know that they have to really work hard to be able to do it. So it sort of becomes mm-hmm. a bit of a game. They know that overtaking can be done, mm-hmm. and it, it was done, and there was it was an interesting <laughs> one. And there, <laughs> as, as I said, certain Mr. Perrys. There were a few, a few, few people flying into the bushes. Oh, there were. And in fact... On Autosport.com today, and I didn't read the article, uh, there was the headline was, "Do you think does Perez need a punch in the face?" Well, that's Kimi Raikkonen <laughs> came said, out and says Perez needs a smack in the head. Basically. Oh, really? <laughs> Raikkonen described Perez as an idiot, and that was prior to the 69th ninth lap shunt that saw him suffer a puncture, whatever. But <laughs> Raikkonen said. It is maybe better to hit him in the face and then he'll understand. <laughs> so, hence where the punch comes from. <laughs> yes, well, you know, he did he did pull a late-breaking move on Button and he got past and he did the same thing on Alonso. But when he tried to repeat it on Mac Rackinen, well... Rackinen. Rackinen, Rackinen. What's it, what are you... It's Rackinen. It's Rackinen. Oh, right, okay. Right, can't you get the emphasis right? No, I can't. Right, syllable. You've never said that before. Raikkonen. Have I never said that before? No, I've never heard you say that. Oh, well, maybe I didn't. Maybe I'm just racking them up. Let's see if we can get him on the phone a little later. Yeah, maybe. Might be okay. We we, we tried to get him. Remember, I promised we got him on the phone the other day. We just got caught up, but, you know, know, we're Mm. busy too. Exactly, that's right. He appreciates the fact that we don't bother him as much as others do. Well, I'm sure he does. But, you know. But I, so, I thought it was particularly... Um, I thought it was, it was good that, uh, that, that Nico, who is a monogesque... Yes, he uh, is. ...won the so race 30 years his after his Grand father. Prix, yep. His father, Alco Pop. <laughs> Alco Pop. <laughs> Keki Rosby. yep. Who has been recently been seen drinking a cup of tea? Is that right? Well, one what's can't be sure on? what's in the cup. True. And no durries, I understand. In fact, somebody made... A, and I think it no was, denim. Was it, was it James Allen made the uh, comment that when he got out of the, when Nico got out of the car, if, if that was his old man 30 years ago, the first thing he would have done was light up a Marlborough? <laughs> so... Somebody might. Oh, you can't mark. say that. <laughs> oh, cool. well, you're not he wouldn't have used those words, though. No, we didn't use those you words. Would have, would have said up, something lit, about lit up fag. Lit up something. Lit up something. a fag. Can you say that though? <laughs> well, yeah, you can. If you're a pom, poms still call me fags. 
Yeah, but in his positions, doing commentary, it's... Oh, is it all going to silly, hasn't it? It has. Silly. It has. It has. Now, because Mercedes got such a good result, prior to Mercedes getting such a good result, I should say, we had all the protestations about the tyre testing and... uh, Protestations? What are you... Are you trying to expand on Scrabble? (laughs) (laughs) That was protesting Red It's a storm in a teacup, as I think that everybody is. Well, the official FIA spiel is that if if they give permission, which apparently they did to Pirelli to test the tyres, that whilst they've given the permission to Pirelli and Mercedes are going to be the team that does the test, they have to offer... All of yeah. the other teams yeah, the but, same uh, opportunity. Yeah, that might be so, but like night. But none did of the, they? But it's not like Mercedes would be privy to whether that had been offered to other people. Like, why would they? Why would Mercedes go and do in-season van testing when they, you know, directly there, straight after Barcelona? Oh, and everybody can see it wasn't like it was done in secret. There's no way that. And so it sounds like it's a fuck up from Pirelli's behalf. Yeah, you know, maybe, and, and or or the FII fucked up, but I can't say it's Mercedes' fault. Mm. But it, I th- anyway, that, don't and you it, was, it was a blind tasting. Don't anyway, it was blind, blind tasting. <laughs> blind tasting testing. Well, they didn't know what the compounds were. No, I know that, but isn't no, don't you checking f- out graining and this and that? Sorry, don't you find it interesting? Which I did, and I'm sure that the team principals of the other teams would have found it particularly interesting that out of all the teams to do the testing. They picked Mercedes, who, as a result of the previous round, had suffered the most on the current batch of tyres. Yeah, look, the fact that Nico had been on pole three times in a row, that negates that decision. It shows that clearly that that car is good to qualify, but it wasn't necessarily good in a race. On a track where you couldn't get past, it just happens to be that it worked well. Yeah, I'm not saying from a Monaco point of view. I'm just but saying. I'm just saying that I'm saying that I think that it, uh, there was no valid, you know, no, it's it's all good. Okay, uh, Mercedes, yeah, they're they're clear. Mercedes are clear. And, well, Mercedes and, and are going to get better and better move on because and stop jerking off and get on the 2014 cars and stop. Well, and, and that's what's basically happening now. But see, Paddy Lowe who's the former McLaren technical director, who was supposed to be on holiday for the year as part of the agreement that he had with McLaren that he couldn't go anywhere else for a season, rah, 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 after he he left, um, has been confirmed that he will be going to uh, Mercedes. And he's going to be the chief technical director or some such uh, spiel. And... They've now allowed him to start on June third. Yeah, yeah, that's because of so a he significant can work on issue. The new car. A significant no, not not at all. Two thousand. It's because he's been on gardening leave, right? Mm-hmm. And the catering has been absolutely abhorrent <laughs> in the uh, in the, in the Mercedes pit. He's learnt to be able to create. He's been really working hard. Come all those little As herbs and vegetables leaf. and yep. echelots. Yes, <laughs> echelots. And he's 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 really mastered that. So he's bringing his mobile. Paddy basically has. They gave him a transport. Right. So right. gardening and, and leave. Yeah. There's your mobile garden on the roof. I'm right. Like juiced. <laughs> yeah. And so he drives, and all the crops, on all the fresh produce that 
to for the, the attendees and the corporate boxer poo come from the top and that's why he's there. That's why that's why they call it gardening leave. They're encouraging the engineering teams that leave to move into catering capabilities right. with a, a, a an extra hint of uh, organicness. So you think that Mercedes actually... But but doesn't that give Mercedes an unfair advantage because the, their team's better fed than everyone else? Oh, well, absolutely. Well, there's something that Ron Dennis never thought about. Well, I mean, who else has got a garden going on the top of their transporter? <laughs> That's right. So, I mean, someone's got to start it. They do. Well, it, and, you know, you, you might as well Paddy do it on the roof than in the paddock. Paddy in the paddock. And Paddy high, Paddy low. <laughs> Shut up. Look, JP, now they reckon you just think that I'm making this up. I I'm know telling you're you. I'm it. telling you yeah. that there's there's going to be some there's be some Michelin hats hanging around there. Oh, some, sorry, Pirelli hats. <laughs> yeah, well, that's a good point too. <laughs> oh, Pirelli chefs hats. I just think that's a great idea. It is. I think that should. I think the Pirelli team should do that. Instead of giving them caps, they should give them chefs chefs hats. Well, I mean, what can't they have? Pirelli? And checkered ones. Like the chefs all wear checkered. Yeah, don't there they? seems to be more the money in Michelin hats. hats than there are in Pirelli tyres. <laughs> so why wouldn't you do Pirelli hats? Why well, Bridgestone hats? Dunlop hats? You know, the hand cook hats. Can you hand cook that for me? Oh no! <laughs> to go with my Mercedes herbs. From the roof on my DTM cars. <laughs> now the rumours reckon that the deal's been done for Ruthless. Williams. <laughs> Talking of Mercedes, the deal's been done, and that Williams will switch to Mercedes Power next season from Renault with the new with the new engine. Um, and it started. It, it's like um, you know when you used to get the the shuffle of all the drivers all moving different teams. Well, we got the engine shuffle this year, so Mercedes are going. Uh, sorry, Williams are going to Mercedes from Renault. McLaren are going to Honda. Toro Rosso are going to Renault from Ferrari. And Marussia are going to switch to Ferrari. Can you keep track of all that? I can drink it all. Oh, I know that. But bloody hell. But so, yeah, maybe it's all, just, it's all just loose cannon stuff. It is. But I just, I, I can't be asked. Can't be asked? Now, back to Pirelli. They're supposedly going to be testing a new tyre in Canada now during the two Friday practice sessions it'll on be, June the 7th. It'll be Canada dry, won't it? It will be Canada dry. Because it goes it's quite nicely. And it's only... <laughs> quite nicely with a little scotchy it's poo. only the medium tyre that's going to be put through their paces. Well done. New rubber. So, and the big thing is they're going to get rid of the steel belt that's given them the delamination problems and going back to Kevlar as per last season. Do you think that the tyres could should be rated like stakes? Blue. <laughs> like stakes. <laughs> Blue, yeah, yeah, yeah. Medium, well done. Medium rare. <laughs> rare, medium rare. I think that would be a great idea. Medium to well, well done. And then you And would... then people... Can you imagine all the, the culinary people... That, you'd see Paddy Lowe be riding on that. He would. And they'd be... Look, I'm to the evening. We'll be serving your dinner on a medium rare mm -hmm. coffee table, glass covered. Oh, of course, yeah, the right. glass covered. With, with, so you can see the with, coloured and, ring and, around the outside. And of course, edge. Uh, this sirloin has really quite lovely graining. 
Uh, it gets worse, viewers. And of course, <laughs> the, the semi-wets have viewers. just got a bit of fat around the edge. That's right. <laughs> okay. All right, what do you got to talk about? Now you're taking the piss out of me the whole time. We've no, been no, about no, Formula you keep one. going. It's good. It's good? Yeah, yeah you, you keep going, because I like doing the well, piss We can talk about it. So we're talking about Mercedes, and there's so much Mercedes news. Because Lewis has got snappy, very snappy, with Sebastian Vettel. I saw because Lewis. Sebastian was I on about. Lu- I saw Lewis with his rather unfortunate-looking dog floating around Monte dog. Carlo. He's got a, a dog. It's an English. Has he got an earring with blingage? A, a, I think a it blingage probably earring. has. Yeah, he's got a, a bull mastiffy thingy. Right. No, it's not. It's a English bulldog, and it's it's it's, it's an unsuitable. It's the British bulldog. Well, it's not a sausage. Dog. Winston. It's a Winston dog. The British bulldog. No, it's not even that. If it had one one like smashed eye, that'd be alright. <laughs> so and, anyway, uh, and he had bad shoes. <laughs> he was a bit pissed because. Um, Vettel was on about that they were trundling around at the beginning like a couple of buses. He's not a good. He's not a good sportsman, Vettel, is he? No. Maybe is he's. A, it's, it's, do you think it's got anything to do with his ancestry, where he comes absolutely. from? Absolutely. You know, it, like it appears that you know that that Percat's not a very good. Well, he's a bit of a protege. Tender. Yeah. Are we on the V8s now? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Have we spoken since? Si- no, we haven't. The processional boredom that was Austin. No. Because it was freaking boring. It was pretty boring, you're right. And, and, and what made it even more boring is waking me up early. Yeah. To, well, and I, you know, I watched the first race. I didn't watch anything else. Oh, well, I watched... No. Most of it, but I must admit I did record it I was and more play it back, and so I could fast forward through all the boring I more, bits. I was more interested in the, the Nurburgring. The second day hours. was the second day was better than the first day. There's no doubt about that. And there were a few more overtaking moves as the as they got to uh, suss the track out and and what they could and couldn't get and can away. Can you believe with. the press that came but, out from International Pauli on that? It was all hey ho, oh, away we go, and successful, successful, successful. I mean, suck my 35,000 people over three days. Is that successful? I suppose it is for a new, brand no, new category a, in a foreign country. It was 68 something. 68 well, it was K still, was, you know, was it 35,000 on the last day? But what I, I mean, look, I'm all for it, but it was. It's, I just don't think the track's good for, for supercars. Because, mm. look, there's just no action. Like, you go to Simmons Plains, the thing was pumping. Yes, it was. You right. go down there, you go there, it's like it's Formula 1 track. It's mm. just. It's so wide, you go, could I have some binoculars, please? <laughs> you know, I actually go, I'm sorry, but could I just have the grotty pits of Winton? The, I like that. The grotty pits of... That's very good. That'd be a make a good name for a book. If you were doing a book on Australian motorsport, you could call it the grotty pits of <laughs> Winton. It'd be, it's got a ring to it. Well, I mean, it, it has character. It I'm does. not saying that the... Uh, that uh, um, Cota, Cota, Circuit of the mm. Americas. Yeah, as you go. But mm. it's Cota, Cota Arms. You know, Cota. No, no, I don't know what it is. 
It doesn't like Pike's Peak's got character. Yes. And the Circuit of America's got character. When you run Formula One cars, because the speed they run creates and, the character. And they've got. Other the full than the rest circuit. of it, you go. What's happening? They've got the full circuit too, which I think makes a bit of a difference. Well, I, don't, sure. I don't think it's that at all, JP. No, I think it's. Are, I think it probably did make it's a like, difference. Might, it's like it's like watching like Ford laser races. <laughs> God, <laughs> now you're really flashing back. Or <laughs> Eddie Maguire, you know, driving around in the in the Celebrity Challenge, yep. you know, at the Formula One, you know, sponsored by Apier Insurance. Oh dear. He's out. No, he's not. He he's won't out. Be out. He won't be out. Too short. He's got too many fingers and too many pies. And they're not all beef. And noodles. That's right. Has he got some chicken Probably pies? A few curry ones, too. C- curry pies? Mm. I've got some curry ones as well. Can't say about that. Can't say about that. Now, I've written an interesting article. It was on the actual on the V8 website. I have to. I have to I'm be checking. That was just talking about Rick Kelly and the Nissan disappointment that he felt because he thought that after the pre-season testing uh, they were going to be up the front, and the reality in Clipsal was that they were right at the back, and um, he apparently had a hard time mentally coming to terms with that fact and uh, you know he, he was trying hard to get in the top 10 sneak into the top 10 I think he said um, but and I like this quote it's a great sport when you have a winning opportunity but when you don't and you really truly give a shit about it it definitely hurts well sorry Rick but that's the way it is frustration but they'll get there they've got to get they've got to get better slowly but surely it's a brand new car. It's a whole new game. But you have to say that in Cota, or on Cota, the handling of the Altima, not necessarily the speed, um, saw him do pretty well. And, you know, it qualified, what, fifth, I think? Sixth and ninth. So it wasn't doing too bad at all. It wasn't. So, International will be mildly happy about that, I would suggest. <laughs> he might be indeed. Indeed he might. So, the uh, 24 hours of Nürburgring, which, which we were going to have a chat. To we were. So, a certain side talker. Mr Rick Short, the side talker himself, I think he's done his 10th episode, was very annoying how he shut off tonight and wasn't going to be part of the deal. Even though he was going to be part of the deal in the middle of the day. But that's not really important. We might as well talk about... Actually, there's a couple of interesting uh, things that had gone on there. We had uh, our, our mate Stinky Al. Yes. Al, Stinky Alan Simonson, who's been very, very busy weekends uh, of late and was in the Bilstein. That's Bilstein right. Bilstein-branded... Aston Martin, Vantage, mm-hmm. GT3, um, with Pedro Lamy, Stefan Mucha and Darren Turner. And uh, starting from second position, Pedro Lamy, uh, 
uh, started the car and handed over to Alan, who then drove it into the lead, passing the Audi R8 of who fuck knows. And um, <laughs> yeah, really whoever matter. was driving it. And, uh, and then handed over to Darren Turner, and it went on for about six, seven hours until the weather became so inclement. Was it pissing down, or was it fog and pissing oh, down? Or both, was it, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, I think it was both. And really. they had to yeah. red flag the race for nine oh. hours. So yeah. everyone had a lovely snooze and you know, went to the... the, the uh, you could have had a sleep in that time. That's a full night's sleep, nine hours. No, they went to the... To, 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 <laughs> as, as, there's a Bavarian garden. Oh, right. It was... And the ham hock. And with, with Helga. Helga. Helga Lills. Helga on the Helga Lills. Helga. Because there's no point going to sleep. No. And you know, because you don't know when it's going to restart. Because in, 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 in Le Mans, and in the olden days, but there's still a little bit going on, a little bit going on, there was some drivers that requested a specific shag. That's right, between, halfway through. Uh, no, not uh, the spirit between stints. Yeah, well, that's what I meant, yeah. You know, yeah. and they were, oh, yeah. Lord up, up. <laughs> I don't think they were all using the same woman. Well, why do you think they've got a Danish camp? <laughs> No, of course they haven't. <laughs> They're plenty of women. That's right. Exactly. Well, might not have been. Well, Who knows? <laughs> exactly. It'd be a One Schnitzenberger. <laughs> um, and of course, that same tradition is, of course, Nürburgring 24 hour is a great club race. Now, far be it for me to say or to insinuate that there's any, like, shenanigans. No, of course not. Of the, of the, uh, in the Bavaria. In the Bavaria, no, in, sorry, in the general Bavaria. No, in the uh, in the uh, Eiffel Mountains. That's right. Get an Eiffel of this. That's right. Because having been sleeping for a couple of weeks in the log cabin in the Ardennes, <laughs> of course, I forgot about the log cabin in the Ardennes. After that, he was there was some <laughs> towiness-ness-ity. and um, his dislike of seafood and chicken. Yeah. Really pushes him towards pork, lamb, and beef mm. well, in that do. order. <laughs> and so, with a nine-hour relaxation period, our hero was <laughs> our hero. of the moment. Was porking everything he could. Oh no, that's not what he meant. <laughs> was having a bit of a lie down. Right, Mazia. Before Pedro Lamy resumed the yes. car in the lead in yep. P one. Only before him to have a bit of a whoopsie Uh-oh. and damage the rear corner of the car. And uh, whilst he, the car was still okay, the balance was gone. And that balance caused the tyres to become less effective, meaning they just couldn't get the, the heat into the tyres because you couldn't drive it as hard. Yeah. So um, the race was won by the Black Falcon. AMG SLS of none other than our old mate Schneiderpuss. <laughs> the old Schneiderpuss. With Sneaks Sean, Ed, Sean Edwards and a couple of two other plonkers. <laughs> <laughs> He's having a good year anyway, old Schneiderpuss. Uh, yeah, as Sean Edwards is too. Yeah, true. Well, Who happened to win the British GT round on the weekend, I think. I think he did. Weekend just gone. I think he did. Yeah. I think he did. Also, in 2010, 
when Alan joined Dominic Farnbacher and Lee Keane in the and Marco Seafried in the hand-cooked 430, which was mm-hmm. the first Ferrari to drive around the circuit and coming second, splitting the BMWs and displacing Porsche off the podium for the first time in six years. Lee teamed up with a couple of other plonkers and Christina Nielsen in the Farnbarsha Racing 997 GT3 998. Yep. And there's some great video that I have to show you about that. We'll put it up on the website. Um, right. Because remember, he is Grand Am champ and, and yeah. ALMS GT champ and GTC champ. So it's all pretty good stuff. It is. He Sounds didn't excellent. say that Christina was hopeless. Well, because she wasn't. Because she didn't crash it. <laughs> and no one crashed it. <laughs> so it's all good. That's good to hear. So a good Nürburgring 24, even though it wasn't 24 at all. Yeah, it was a Nürburgring 15. Yeah. How about that? But but Rick Rick crashed it. Oh, did he? No, he didn't. Oh, but, that's and we'll blame him. Because he's not here to defend himself that's like wrong. he was supposed to be. Yeah, yeah. So, staying out. So, of where did he come? Staying out of P nowhere. P nowhere. D and F. Oh, was he but he was out, out, staying out on wet tyres, being a hero. Yeah. Oh, to quote, to paraphrase. Look, fuck off, I'm busy. Mm-hmm.